Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am Paris. Hey guys, it's Paris. Today I'm interviewing someone very special. Mom, excited to have you on here today. This is our first time doing this together. And I just wanted all the listeners out there to hear about how amazing you are. Well, thank you. What was that again? (laughs) You're epic. So are you. Thank you. So first we're going to start with some Icebreaker questions. You ready? Ooh, okay. All right. What is the last random thing that made you smile? Uh, the last random thing that made me smile. I don't know. I smile and laugh a lot. Actually, Dad and I had a very funny business dinner last night. And uh, we were doing, I was doing some imitations and we were all cracking up at the table. So that made me smile and laugh. Loves it. Would you rather hear the good news or the bad news first? I don't like hearing bad news. Um, but I guess I'd want to hear the bad news first. What's your most used emoji? My most used emoji would be a kiss. I like the little face with the little hearts. I love that one. And I like the hearts. And I like the other one that goes thinking with the round sunglasses. And I like the other, the other one I love is when the person goes the eyes <laughs> up with the eyes up. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. I crack up at that. Really? I want to come up with my own emojis. You should. Can I? Yeah. I Easy. think I will. You should. I need a witch <laughs> on a broomstick. A goat, a witch. <laughs> a goat, a witch. A goat with angel wings. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when I was first called a goat. I was like, that's really rude. A goat. <laughs> and I, I don't know how to get, the, the, get it off. 
And I'm like, that's really mixed up. And then I talked to Paris and she said that happened to her too. So, yeah, I, I was doing the same thing. I, I thought people were being mean and saying like calling me a goat. So I was erasing all of the comments <laughs> that had goats and then blocking all the people. Right, blocking. Them. And then Nikki's like, it means greatest of all time. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I feel bad for all these people I blocked. They're probably like, why did she block me? You really have to watch a really good friend of ours, I won't mention his name, one of the most successful people in in the um, fragrance world. And he just was liking comments, and it was during COVID, and he liked something and retweeted something that at the end had something that wasn't great, and he ended up losing his job. So I am so careful because I've done that too, where you read the first part and you go, I love that. And you just like it. You like it. You like it. And the first week I was on Instagram, Paris welcomed me on Instagram and there was some catastrophe that was going on. And I put L-O-L and I thought it meant lots of love. The people were so nice. They forgave me. Harris goes, that means laughing out loud. Or what was it? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember, but. It was something like that. Yeah. But I only meant like with the best intentions. And it, it came off completely, but everyone knew that I was new and I got a pass. So do you have any questions you want to ask okay, me from the see. cards? What had the most influence on you growing up? Just watching you and dad together and just seeing just this amazing partnership and this relationship and this love story and just always aspiring to have that one day, like a really, a true love of a man that just worships and adores you. And What age do you think you started to see that? My whole life, just watching you guys together because you're always best friends and you're always like kissing each other and like hugging and just the way that he looks at you and the way you talk to each other, like in little baby voices and just, (laughs) you're just really cute together. And it's just, I love seeing that. Like, and you know, you can't forget Patricia Fields. What about her? She would come in second. Why? Oh, (laughs) what an inspiration. (laughs) Influenced me. And I remember getting those bills. Venus hotel, hotel Venus, hotel Venus. The, I don't shop there. What is this? What is my daughter doing? <laughs> what is going on? Did you call the store? I did. And then I went down there, the craziest place. And then I saw a picture of her and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, she's great. I love her since we've become friends and everything. But at 15, I was like, no. I know I got some pretty wild outfits. But yes. now they're all rocking them on the runway now. It's ahead of my time. You always were. Mm-hmm. You always were. <laughs> what was the craziest outfit that you saw me wear? You would always wear something like normal kind of. And then I guess you'd get in the elevator and it would roll down on the hip. And the... the, the the school uniforms would get shorter and shorter and rolled up and rolled up. Um, and then the same thing with the outfits that you used to wear. 
Which ones? You'd have like a big hoodie or something over it. And then I'd see pictures of you the next day and you'd have on like low riders mm-hmm. that were down to your hips. Yes. And I was, of course, you know, you're my first child, horrified. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you came to New York and here you were like this, like wearing guest jeans and Tommy Hilfiger and just very wholesome. And then all of a sudden you turn into this fashion girl. I know. Like within months. I definitely changed a lot of my style when I moved to New York. All because of Patricia Field. All because of you, Patricia. Thanks. (laughs) What do you think? I think I know what you're going to say. What do you think is something that everyone should do at least once in their life? Skydive. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Have you been? No way. Why? I'm afraid. It's so much fun. I've been Great. seven times. Crazy. Fearless. Fearless. Mm-hmm. What is one of your pet peeves? When people are rude to people. Like if I'm at a restaurant and I just see someone being unkind. I hate that. And I hate when people are sweating and they want to kiss you on both sides of the cheek. Oh, right. You know what I mean? It's just like sweat dripping on both sides and they're like, I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> You're holding your breath. It's just brutal. I think just especially years of like, being in the nightlife I'd rather give industry. A hug. Yeah. But then if they're sweating all over there too, but right. That's something that's annoying to me. <laughs> I think anyone would be annoyed by that. What's your pet peeve? My pet peeve would be, well, lately it's been bad breath. Mm-hmm. Two people that I love and adore. I never noticed it before. Does this sound weird to say? No. But their breath is bad. And (laughs) I don't know what to say. I I feel if I'm really their friend, I should say something. But on the other hand, I can't bring myself to do that. And to send a letter or a note, I think is bad. That's that's mean. One's breath smells like a puppy. And the other one, it's like the breath of a horse. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Do I know these people? <laughs> yes, you do. And I don't know what to say. Just prank call them. <laughs> no, they'll know it's me. That's the problem. Um, have like a dentist call them. And so you're, you're, you're up for your checkup, for your cleaning. Something. <laughs> Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. So every episode, I'm asking people to bring an item or Do you get items. to keep the item? No. No. You should keep them and hang everything. Where? On the ceiling. <laughs> Great. This, we could actually find a picture. Uh, this was so your- So cute. I have a photo of this. Piano recital dress- and you and Nicole Richie and Nikki, all three had this dress. Oh, my God. So and you wore this at the Bel Air Hotel for your piano recital and um, many other things. I've saved all your clothes. What did I do to it? <laughs> oh, I, oh, boy. <laughs> Probably ate your candy or something. Sorry, I didn't see that. Great. <laughs> and then look at this little Christmas Aww. dress. That's mine? Mm-hmm. So cute. And then this is a designer that you guys used to always wear. Remember Nikki in the blue picture? The, that oil painting with the blue eyes? Mm-hmm. Remember you guys used to always wear Florence Eisman? So look what I got for Phoenix. Aww. Isn't that cute? So cute. And when you have a girl, they have matching like boy and girl. Oh, I love that. And I got them for all the grandchildren. So sweet. This reminded me of you because... I remember you used to collect Judith Lieber's. Yes. And because you are an angel. So it's like well, a wink. Thank you. But it's not a gift. It's mine. Ah. <laughs> Did Nikki design this? Nikki designed this, yeah. Nikki designed this, and this was for the angel ball. It's so beautiful. It really is. Did you get one too? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they made rainbow ones too. It's so pretty. All right, so now we're going to talk about your past. I know the answers to a lot of these questions, but I want all the listeners to hear them. So let's do it. So we're going to talk about Graham Cracker first. She was amazing. Do you have any stories about her? I just remember how funny it was when you wanted to model and I didn't want you to. And then you and Nikki snuck off 
and did that photo shoot for uh, Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. So I told mom, and mom called David LaChapelle and his friend. Fred. Fred. And tried to buy the pictures back, was threatening them. <laughs> I want those damn pictures. These kids are underage, blah, 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 blah. And so, when I, you know, I look back at that now and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you were too embarrassed to call, so you had mom, grandma do it? Right. Yes. <laughs> she was just so, she was such a force of nature. She was just so confident and just like lit up every room and just so much fun. I love her so much. I miss her. I miss her too. She'd be so proud of everyone. She would. Mm-hmm. What was it like to be raised by a single mom? Um, it was good, but I felt bad when my parents divorced. It made me really sad. And there was a big age difference. So I felt, even though I love, I mean, I love dad. He was my stepdad. He was a little naughty. Naughty? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, grandma, I think, was so into the children and we were her life that I think she kind of ignored him a little bit. So he started to fool around yeah. and that broke her heart and that was it. And um, so I actually felt bad for him because he was older Mm -hmm. and all the other fathers were younger. So I was a little self-conscious. Like having him come to school? Yeah, honestly. Mm -hmm. And um, he'd always make a big deal about me. And he would like say things to me like, you're the best. And but he'd scream it so everybody could hear it, and he'd call me Dickleberry Dunn, <laughs> like all these things. What? Dickleberry Dunn, you were the best in the play. <laughs> Nobody here can compete with you. You played the best flower, or whatever you know. You played the best tree, and just the sweetest. So I guess I felt sorry for him. I felt bad for him, even though being the oldest, I kind of heard what was going on. Yeah, and um. What would I say? So I did enjoy because when they separated and then he moved to Santa Barbara, I had a little more freedom Mm -hmm. and I was always good. I didn't do anything wrong or whatever, but I just, I had a little bit more freedom. He was strict. Well, it got to the point where I wanted, I would meet him halfway from Santa Barbara and I dropped the girls off so he would go and have the weekend with them. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see my friends and go down to Palm Springs or go to the beach. So that's normal at 15, 16. And then you met dad. And then I met dad at 15. Where did you meet him? I met him at the candy store. Like an actual candy store? That was the name of it. It was actually a dinner nightclub and I had no business being in there. I never, never had a drink. And um, there was a glass in the door and I saw this tall, blonde surfer looking guy coming in and everybody else in that club. It was on 
uh, next to Mr. Chow's right on Camden. Okay. And he came in. So we talked because I knew his friend. We were introduced. And then we ended up seeing each other like a week later. And bumping into each other once again. Remember Kenny Austin? Mm-hmm. Kenny. And Kenny had a big personality and a lot of fun. And so if it wasn't for Kenny, I wouldn't have you. Why? Well, if he put us together. And did you know right away? No. Not right away. I knew not until I was about 18 and we went up to Lake Tahoe and I lied and said that Mrs. Hilton and Sherry and we're going to go up there because we were only going to go for a couple of weeks or like 10 days. Mm -hmm. And so I never had lied to my mom. I was always a good girl. She trusted me. I called her every day, twice a day. So then I got very, very, very attached. To and dad? We, we became engaged um, after living up there for, you know, on and off for two months. And then? <laughs> and then he said, I think we should go back to L.A. and tell our parents that we're getting married. How did he ask you to marry him? He didn't ask me. What do you mean? He told me. He didn't propose? No. He just said, we're getting married. Mm -hmm. How, what do you mean? I said, that's exact. So you didn't know that, did you? No. No, he just says it like that. What? Just We have to go back and we've got to let our parents know and tell our parents that we're going to get married. So I'm like 18. Like that's kind of a big pill to swallow. Like, but yet I was so attached and so in love with him at that point. So we got, we had borrowed Sonny's truck. Mm -hmm. We loaded up our truck, moved out of this little A-frame, drove back to LA, went to grandma's. And I'll never forget, we went up into her bedroom, knocked on the door and we said, we have something. He said, well, I'm going to go in and tell your mom now. And I didn't know all about that, getting on the hand and the knee, and I'm a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> or that you have to ask for this or for that. So we get out of the car, and he said, and then I'm going to go home and take a shower and meet me at my mom and dad's so we can tell them. I started crying and holding on to him and shaking. I couldn't even breathe. Like, I didn't want to be away from him for a second. Maybe it was the feeling of being abandoned, abandoned when I was little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many things would lead back to that. Oh, my God. Because, you know, my dad left when I was like eight months old. Was that hard for Grandma? Um, sure. I'm sure it was. You look just like him. Really? My, my dad was so handsome and he was the head of his football team he graduated with honors at new york at nyu he would do other people's homework and i didn't see him much i saw him a little bit when i was a young girl and then 
mom always kept in touch with her mother-in-law, Aunt Adele, who you see when you go to do your fragrances in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Anyway, though, so I wasn't close with my father, but here with the whole family I am. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would go and visit him when I was little and we were still living in New York. And I'd go spend weekends with he and his new wife. And I can remember just wanting to not be there. I was uncomfortable. As a little girl, I was uncomfortable. Not that he was completely nice. I just didn't want to be there. And and then the next time I saw him really was at at the wedding. At my wedding at Good Shepherd. Your dad or my blood father. My my but you didn't see him at all? No. So it was very uncomfortable to me. Oh. But I had to do the right thing. I really had to do the right thing. And my uncle walked me down the aisle. He didn't? No. It would, I would have felt weird. Oh. It wouldn't have been real. That makes me want to cry. I know. It had Sad. to really hurt him. You've never seen a picture of him, have you? I saw like one. when He was like a football. Uh-huh. I'll get a, I'll get a copy for you. It'll be fun for you to see. You're going to want to see these things. The older your children get, these things will mean something to you. Mm. So that's kind of my story. What was your favorite memory from the wedding? My favorite from the wedding? Well, back when I was, I mean, I was a little girl. And, you know, it was. You were 19. I was 19. And it was more about how many friends really at 19 and dad was 23. How many friends do we really have at that point? Not a lot. So it's basically when you're that age, it's your family. It's the parents' friends. Mm -hmm. So it was Mr. and Mrs. Hilton's friends. It was mom's friends, um, families, all of her, all of my real dads, everybody came. So that was a good shepherd church. And then you went. And then to the Bel Air Hotel. And so it was just. I, I actually was so excited to get into the car and walk out and have everybody throw the rice at us. Did they? Mm-hmm. That's why you didn't understand the rice. No. You were like, what? <laughs> I feel like it would hurt. It did. <laughs> why do people like that? It's just a tradition. It's fun. And just feeling a part of someone that you love more than anything in the world my the two greatest feelings in the world are the day i got married and feeling whole and feeling one feeling is one we are one person and then of course having your children and each one is as special who is the most special i broke my water with you at a Hilton board meeting in our old apartment. It used to be yellow with the yellow Gracie paper and I've got pictures of it. And I'll never forget, I had Charles Jordan boots with this little um, overlay of chiffon with crystals all over them. I've got them somewhere. I broke my water in the living room during the cocktail hour. In front of everyone? In front of everyone. But no one told me to expect that. You literally... I didn't break my water with the other kids. Was my water broke. It looked like I peed all over the place. What were you doing? No, just standing there. And did everyone know what it was? Yes. <laughs> so they're like, we've got to get you. Uncle Eric, 
and dad got me into the hotel car. We were, we got to the hospital and it was, it was like rush, rush because it looked like I was moving along and they're like, which one's Mr. Hilton? They both go, I am, I am. Wait, who's the father? And you know, (laughs) Rick's like, I am. And dad looked like he was 14 (laughs) and, uh, you were born at like two in the morning. Night owl. <laughs> do you oh have the exact my time? God. We have a tape. You do? And we can't, we've been looking for it for years. Grandma told me, take that tape and put it in a safe and make a copy. And it's gone now? Do not, it, it's got to be somewhere. We've been looking for it for 30 years. I would be dying if there was a tape of me giving birth that I could not find. Like, <laughs> Well, no, the way it, dad shot it, was from behind. Okay. So all you see is you coming out now, and I'll never forget that face and that and these long dangling legs. Actually, like Phoenix. Like Phoenix. And then what happened? The most beautiful baby. I mean, literally, when we would walk into the nursery, I'd come out in my robe and slippers. And back then, I mean, Dad always made me stay for like five days at the hospital because all the children got jaundice, which means they get like a yellowish color. You look really tan. Mm -hmm. Everybody would say, oh my goodness, the Hilton baby, she, other grandparents, you really were, you looked like a C-section. No swelling. I mean, this perfect little tiny nose, these chubby little lips like cherub, Everybody in the entire hospital. I mean, all my children are beautiful, but I mean, Nikki knows. Everybody knows that this was. The boys came out like sumo wrestlers. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> um, it was just the most exciting, exciting. Were you so scared? I think as all mother, even with four children, you're so excited. Then you get into it in about five, six months, you're thinking, oh my God. And then you do start to get a little scared and whatever. But I had you completely natural and Nikki. Oh my God. Not a shot, nothing. Why? You didn't have you time know what? or you just didn't With want Nikki, we didn't have time. It was the thing back then. There was this big pressure of um, natural. Mm-hmm. Natural, you're going to go natural, aren't you? And also um, breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to breastfeed. You didn't really like it. I did it for three weeks with you. And you, you were not having it. <laughs> you were like, and then I got a high fever. And I was like, this hurts. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm a little kid, you know. <laughs> so um, my doctor said, you have a fever or whatever. Let's just... Give her Similac. And we had a, a little place right across the street. And uh, so they would deliver the Similac. And you were a big eater. You were not having the little booby. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> How did you tell me that I was going to be a big sister when Nikki was being born? I think that you were only, there's only two and a half years apart. So I think when you wait, let's say it had been three years or four years, there may have been jealousy, but at two and a half, it's not that big of a, 
I think you didn't understand. And we made sure to make a, you got so much attention. I mean, between me, dad, grandma, grandma came out, Kyle came out for the first month to show me because I didn't know what to do. I literally, we thought of you as a piece of crystal. The first time we were getting you in the car and putting you in a car seat to drive out to Rye Town because we had a very little apartment, tiny little apartment with one bathroom. Your bedroom was the size of the sofa. I should have brought you today the pictures of our apartment. I had pictures hanging all the way up there. I had no, no idea of what I was doing. I was a child. Yeah. Okay. And we, we went to put you, it must have taken us 30 minutes to get you in the car seat. And I sat in the back with you. I was just so afraid that I would hurt you or break you. It's like, like a piece of China. And um, yeah. And then dad would take you to the park all the time. You had so much attention that it, it didn't bother you. I mean, you were not. And then we brought you a big dolly and a little baby buggy. So you were thrilled with that. And you were very inquisitive about Nikki. I remember you bending over my shoulder and touching her and rubbing her head. I think the only thing you did do was we moved to another apartment at that point because we needed a little more room. And we did a really pretty pink bedroom for you with like bubble gum pink carpeting. Mm -hmm. And Nikki slept in the dining alcove. In New York, we have alcoves, which mean it wasn't even a dining alcove. It was literally like a, a food pantry without shelves. Oh my God. I'm not kidding you. And so you decided to, you were wearing a diaper at night. You took your shirt off. You're sitting there with the long hair and you put baby powder all over your hair, <laughs> all over the pink carpet and took the toilet paper from the bathroom and we're walking all around the room and all around the apartment with it, <laughs> making a mess. So you were probably looking for a little attention. Cute. But it, we were so young, we thought it was just, we were mad. We laughed. I feel we like I saw a, photos of that. It yeah. was me just like covered in baby powder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so cute. I wonder if dad has videos of that. Oh, I'm sure. So let's fast forward. What do you remember from the first time meeting Carter? I remember walking in, having no idea that he was going to be there. I went by to see Dana and Hallie. And how interesting that you would go, because you had just flown in for Thanksgiving dinner and surprised us the night before. So I would think you'd be really tired coming in from Europe. And I figured you and dad would go home and whatever. Dad was going to go play golf and you'd go take a nap. And I said, I'm going to stop by Dana's. And... You said, I'll go with you. So he was there. I thought he was very cute. I liked the preppy look. Very, you know, wholesome, gentlemanly. And I liked the way he was with his mom. Yeah, so sweet. Hallie wanted to introduce the two of you for a few years. And I'm like, no, Paris is in a relationship right now. And it's not good to jump from one to the next. I don't get involved in her love life. She's into her business. She travels so much. I think it would be really difficult. So we never planned it. 
And um, I was definitely would not be ready. Then yeah. that <laughs> night when we went back and had dinner, I knew that you had a crush on him and I could see he had a crush on you. But I had uh, the fact that he left to go back into the city with his mom. I thought after I found out that you two met up, I thought good for him because Paris isn't used to that. Normally the person would stay and hang around. And so I thought, well, he was smart. <laughs> and it was just from it right then. So it, it had to have been meant to be. I believe that God had a plan because it was just so weird that you would be there when you would have been so tired. You never wanted to go over to someone's house and be, no. you know, like right when you get home from a trip. I know. And you had just been at a party at Judy's with us. Yeah, I really believe like everything happens for a reason and timing is everything. So I definitely would not have been ready for that even no. a year before. No. And I wasn't even looking to meet anyone. No, I know. It's just like happened, right? And then we were inseparable. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So before we wrap this episode of The Past, I have three listener questions for you. Okay. What did you think I'd be when I grow up? I figured you would probably have something to do with animals working in an animal hospital, um, a veterinarian. Were you intimidated to meet the Hilton family for the first time when you were dating dad? No. You weren't shy or anything? Mm-mm. I was a tomboy growing up. Who do you think I got that from? I think from dad. I mean, you you were more interested in digging worms and looking for lizards and trapping them. And fishing and I guess spending a lot of time with dad. Like every weekend you'd go to a reptile show, uh, to the fish aquarium, to go get a bunny, a hamster, a rabbit. And he loved all that because he grew up like that. Mm-hmm. So you two were like, you were like his little guy, her, his little guy. 
Yeah, I remember going to like exotic cat shows together. Oh, we loved all that. And, and you like loved bangles. it. It's in the blood. Definitely. <laughs> and think just going to the ranch when you're little mm-hmm. and doing all that just made me. I think so. No way. Definitely from dad. That was so much fun talking about your past. So in the next episode, we will be talking about the present. Yes. Thank you. Love you, mom. Love you. Thanks for listening to I Am Paris. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at I Am Paris Podcast. Email us at paris at iheartradio.com. Be hot and subscribe now. Loves it. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.orgslash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.